Have you been like living in here the last couple days? Because <laughs> you, you saw me yesterday. Do you live down that way over <laughs> yeah, there somewhere? Yeah. I'm gonna actually uh, bring in like a, a futon one day. Might as well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a little better than a couch. I remember we had that conversation about if you had to spend the night mm -hmm. in, in this enormous bunker. Where would you be? Which corner you'd curl up in. <laughs> it's funny, it says something about one's personality. Yeah. Where you would select in an enormous room. I think most people would try to find as much cover as they could. Yeah. In a corner somewhere. The boiler room for me. The boiler room was your choice. I think Will had the room out there. He had the green yeah. room. And I think I was just going on the couch right over there. So, <laughs> yeah. Tell you something. Tell you something. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Uh, man, these are people you got to appreciate. I'll tell mm -hmm. you what. Mo, you know about that. Yeah. You got to appreciate mom. Mm -hmm. uh, there is no you. There is no you. No, there isn't. Without your mom. <laughs> mm -hmm. And... Uh, and definitely, we'd all be a lot worse out, worse off without them. Um, no doubt about that. So happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. Uh, it's funny because Mother's Day always lands somewhere near my birthday as well. And we were talking <laughs> about my birthday the other day. Um, Willie Do was a day early on it. Yes. Yeah. He was going with Google's <laughs> results. Yeah. He's going with like the top result on Google. Yeah. Like most people would. For some reason. Uh, it was actually in my calendar. So I've been getting it wrong every single year. Probably, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't hold it against you or anything like yeah. that. But yeah, it's just funny. Like things persist on the internet and like no one ever, you can't, like it's in there. I guess you could correct it. I don't know. But anyway, I don't care that much. But sure. the, the year is off by one year and the day is off by one day. I think people are just trolling uh -huh. on the Google results. But you know, I got a, I got a uh, tweet from one of those birthday tracking ones and they had it right. Oh, and you know the ones that like would track the birthdays of certain people, mm -hmm. like celebrity birthdays. Yeah, like, they yeah. tweet me. They're like, ah, "Happy birthday!" And I'm like, "You got it, and <laughs> Willie Dude did." It. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't go with the first Google result, but then I was also like, "This is kind of creepy because uh, why do you know the real one when the rest of Google has it off by a day? Where you? Where, how do I know you? Right? How do I know you?" So anyway, uh, yeah. So it was my birthday recently, and I wanted to. Um, bring something in because uh it's a gift for us <laughs> I, I give people gifts on my birthday that's i do the reversal no, right. no, no, no surprising us i'm kidding it's a good idea though i wonder if there's any culture that does that on your own birthday you yeah. give gifts i can see some people not liking that but i do like giving gifts so mm -hmm. yeah be interesting though it is weird the birthday one it's celebrated everywhere yeah the birthday it's like the only holiday that crosses every culture seemingly mm -hmm. i don't know if there's any culture that's like nah screw it who cares no birthdays i don't care when day you were born mm -hmm. like what's that culture <laughs> i want to know they're like this day's not that important you know what's important mother's day that's right <laughs> mother's day is important yeah every culture knows about a mother's day mother's day is every day though probably better uh so anyway it was my birthday right and and um, my kids, they they got me a gift, but they also made me a gift. Oh, that's lovely. And I had to bring it in because I was laughing my head off when I saw this. Both. <laughs> when I saw, I was laughing my head off when I saw both. The mm. thing that they made and then also the... Uh, thing they bought. The thing they bought. <laughs> right. The thing they bought and the thing that they made just 
goofy, just hilarious. Okay. Right? And then the other other thing that was funny about it was, um, I guess it was on May 5th. My birthday's on May 6th. I went to um, play hockey that night, mm-hmm. and it was, like, late. And I didn't get home until it might have been, uh, like, almost midnight. Right. right around midnight, I got home, and they put, like, decorations oh, wow. and stuff that awesome. everybody was awake and i was like i thought i was coming oh home. you got the midnight celebration i don't know what, I don't know what it was <laughs> know, you know what i mean i don't know what it was and so that was a surprise as well anyway this is what they they first showed me what they made and this is it right here this is what they made i don't know if the camera can see this here okay and i just i asked them i'm like can i show the people this because this is so ridiculous <laughs> right i was like this is funny and ridiculous and uh so first of all if you move look it at, over a little bit which way uh to your left like right here yeah let me, let me just put it yeah up. yeah i need a microphone how about this <laughs> yeah is that's this good. good that's good okay so first there's details on here so if you look at the top part of this where it says happy birthday dad you can see my age which is 37 <laughs> oh, they okay. kept it tiny so <laughs> yeah, they didn't right. like you know oh, yeah. it's very thoughtful not you to know, expose it's your it's age it's not really about that <laughs> yeah it's not really that we're not rubbing it in yeah, here right right that you're an old man yeah. you see what i mean so the 37 they made it tiny uh we'll start over here they say you are oh no sorry this message goes with this one they just put a car here they just put a 911 because they know oh, okay. i like porsche right so they just put a maybe this is the car they actually want to be right. honest <laughs> right right but uh they they know of course i got the Taycan. i'm a big porsche fan over here this is probably more from the wife uh, this is me taking out the trash. <laughs> this is your duties. <laughs> These are your jobs. This is me taking out the trash, but I'm loving it. <laughs> yeah, which, yeah. It's uh, your favorite thing. Which normally I don't think my expression looks like that when I'm taking out the garbage. Um, she says, I'm always bragging about your bagging. So she has a little, little rhyme to go with it as well. And uh, I got a lot of garbage bags there, by the way. So you can yeah. see. You've been collecting. So you can see it's quite the ordeal at my place. It's quite the operation that's going on over there. Uh, we move over one more time, and you can see this is my favorite hockey player, Mario Lemieux, when I'm a kid. And uh, and my boys say, you snipe harder than Lemieux. So, like, that means I score. That's Canadian lingo. It means I score <laughs> lots of goals when I play. So is that your face on the oh, jersey? Oh, yeah. Every single one of these has the face replaced <laughs> with uh, Google image search results okay. that they cut out. <laughs> All right. So um, and then over here, it says you are more uh, beastie than the rock. So you can see me. Okay. Yeah. On the rock's body. I mean, <laughs> I'm not sure if that's the rock's body or maybe that's just a photo of myself, you know, mid-workout. Right. Right. I don't know right. if they had to even paste ahead just on that port. one. Yeah. Because when I get torqued, I mean, I can uh, grow rapidly like the Hulk. Right, right. Yeah. Don't so get too angry. They're being very complimentary there. They say you have more swagger than Tatis. That's a baseball player there with tremendous swagger, in case you're unfamiliar. And then lastly, uh, I guess they gave me a little F1 shout out. I think I'm uh, Verstappen over here. So, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, I got all types of shout outs. It's all the interests in one place. So, uh, right on. Shout out to the family. Shout out to the family for the thought. When it when it's the thing that's made, it's personalized on a level that like no single item or object can achieve. Mm-hmm. When it's personal personalized on that level. Yeah. So then and then they gave me the gift to go with it. 
And this is gonna, this is gonna blow, uh, blow your minds here. Okay, this is not a thing that I expected. Now you guys may have noticed, and obviously they noticed this as well, that uh, I've been really into the most comfortable and like casual footwear. Mm. Like I've been really in search of the ultimate kind of breezy comfort. Okay. You know, it's getting hotter out and I, I, I want this uh, relaxation associated with certain types of footwear. Anyway, they noticed and they decided that they would take that idea to a completely different level. Mm. And that's what's happening here. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, oh wow. God. This is the foam runner. Right. <laughs> this is the Kanye West Yeezy one piece of giant foam. They had a you can't even they had to get this off goat. Okay. Right. And pay whatever markup associated mm -hmm. with it. I mean, not with their money. They got their they got their mother <laughs> to sign off on it, right. obviously. Authenticated in the package. And they explained to me why it had to be this and why it had to be this color. This thing is, I mean, it's kind of like a museum item or something. Oh, I don't know no if kidding. you can even wear this. Like With this that is, color, too. This is just some type of science fiction going on. Uh-huh. But they got a laugh out of even this. They're like, ah, you gotta wear that. You know what I'm saying? It's almost a prank. No, but it's kind of like they, they, call you they know me. They know me well enough to know how funny this is to get this for mm -hmm. me as well. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Screw it. They got it for me. Now I have an excuse to actually. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna wear it like out on a baseball diamond or something. Just blow some minds. People be mm -hmm. like, what the hell are you doing? So anyway. Shout out to the family. They're uh, that's amazing. Uh, it's a it, they never never don't surprise you. You know you'd be surprised. Yeah. You'd be surprised time and time again. And uh, they really made it special. So I had to give them the shout out. Uh, we are in here on the, on the weekend today. So shout out to uh, Will and Mo for being in on the weekend, uh, and for everybody joining on the weekend. Nice relaxing vibes today. We have um, a few things to talk about. I don't know. Some of the, these topics are all over the place, uh, but in, but some of them uh, we're gonna have some fun. Mm -hmm. Are we gonna have some sure. fun? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's a weekend I show. Know. I just feel like there should be some kind of some <laughs> yes. kind of fun in it. Uh, let's start off with this. Then. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Ooh, Dr. Dre loses. Did you guys see this over million. the weekend? He loses two hundred million now at this point. I oh. believe it was before. Oh, okay. So it was it was originally the 2014 Beats Electronics joint. For those that don't know, uh -huh. Beats obviously got acquired by Apple. It was an, an enormous deal. Um, making Dr. Dre one of the wealthiest artists of all time. Just in that deal. Obviously, it was a business deal. It wasn't directly for uh, his music or something like that. But uh, the 2014 Beats Electronics joint venture with Dr. Dre and Jimmy Iovine. Iovine was one of the biggest in the industry and worth 3.2 billion, but it almost didn't happen. Uh, an, ex an excerpt from New York Times reporter Trip Mickle's new book after Steve. Oh, you, you're back promoting this book. This guy's really, this guy got you, Will. Yeah, I'm listening <laughs> to it right now. You're back promoting this book again. Mm. Um, reveals that the infamous video where R&B singer Tyrese boasts about Dre being in the Billion Dollar Boys Club 
caused Apple to cut $200 million from the agreement. The excerpt reads, It was a sum that Iovine Iovine and Dre could barely fathom as the lawyers worked through the final details. It's Iovine, right? I believe it's Iovine. 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 You're right. It is Iovine. But I never actually looked at it. I just hear people say it. Uh-huh. And, and now it's it's spelled I-O-V-I-N-E. Skip yeah. the O. I always got confused with that. Jimmy Iovine, that's right. Iovine summoned, uh, summoned the leadership team of Beats to his home near Beverly Hills. He told everyone that they were on the cusp of finalizing a massive deal. The only thing that could spoil it would be for word of the deal to leak. Hence the problem with the Tyrese clip that we've all seen celebrating the deal before the deal was completely done so this one clip cost them cost him 200 million why 200 million specifically um they didn't say like like maybe in the book there's a clause maybe there was a clause that suggested if you if it does leak here's the penalty maybe the deal yeah. yeah um at 2 a.m Iveen got a call from Puff Daddy who was screaming that Dre and Tyrese, a rapper, were talking about the deal in a Facebook video. Iveen pulled up the video and cringed as he saw Tyrese bragging about being drunk on Heineken in a recording studio when word of the video reached Tim Cook. He summoned Iveen and Dre to Apple's headquarters in Cupertino. He invited them into a conference room for a private conversation. Iveen was anxious and afraid that Cook was going to kill the deal. He told the music executives that he was disappointed and wished that Dre's social media outburst hadn't happened, but said that the video hadn't shaken his conviction that buying Beats was right for Apple. Yeah, I think we got to keep going to see why it was two hundred million. Oh, we can't. That's it. Why? Where, you got a headline like it cost them two hundred million, but they don't say exactly why it maybe cost them because it was million. just in the contract. Well, that's our best guess at this point. Yeah. Um, but did that knock it, knock the deal down enough to not make him a billionaire at the moment? M- maybe, maybe they so they go through the deal, but they cut two hundred million from the deal. Hmm. And they're blaming P Diddy, I guess, because he was the one. It was his. Was it his Facebook? It was him and Tyrese that were talking. Hmm. You could blame P Diddy. I guess you could be, blame Tyrese. I guess you could blame Dre because he obviously told them. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, if they're talking about it, but he's the one. Listen, regardless, two, what's two hundred million off three point two billion in a deal? <laughs> right, right. Uh, it's still really interesting. It's a cool thing to find out mm-hmm. how it all went down because I had seen the clip before, and you could feel yourself cringe a little bit because you would know there would be some sort of non-disclosure, and mm-hmm. they were already celebrating the thing, and right. you're like, "Ooh, careful." Rather than kill the deal outright, Cook ultimately decided to cut the agreement from $3.2 billion to $3 billion, losing Dre and Iveen, uh $200 million and killing Dre's hopes of becoming the first billionaire in hip-hop. So it knocked him down just a few pegs. And yes, I remember the clip. Tyrese was uh, drunk or off Heineken's. I, I believe he even said it himself in the studio. So, mm-hmm. well, you know, your faculties are a bit uh, dis- disrupted when you're intoxicated yeah and you might say a thing that you were told not to say mm-hmm. on a video on a facebook video you might that might happen yeah uh 200 million dollar slip up for most people would be catastrophic 
<laughs> I, I would say so, yeah. For Dre and Jimmy Iovine, not so much. But based on the billion-dollar deal, I mean, it's not too bad for them. Yeah, 3.2. 3.2 .2 down to three. It is just, it's just a weird punishment. We'll do the deal. We're going to slap you on the wrist. Right. <laughs> take 200 million. We still want it. And it's like, what is 200 million to Apple in that sense? Like, yeah. once we start talking like that, yeah. you're like, what's 200 million to Dre? Then you're like, wait. But you know what is important to Apple? What's 200 million? secretive. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. No leaky. Yeah. <laughs> no leaky. They can't have this happen. Although they got more and more leaky ever since. Oh, someone says it's 30%. No, it's not 30%. What? I ch oh, they're making an app store joke. Oh. That's high level. That's 4D. That's 4D. That's 4D. Very uh, meta. Apple's director of machine learning resigns due to return to office work. Ooh. Back to this subject. Oh, man. So heavy. Oh. Nobody wants to go to the office. There are 400 people signed the petition. They don't want to go to the office. Like, I get it, man. I get it. And you guys all know better than I do. Uh, yes, uh, F1 Grand Prix in a few hours, by the way. In Miami. Uh, in Miami. And yeah, my, kids are, my kids are pumped. I'm going to put the foam runners on. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, they are pumped, though. So yeah, we're going to definitely be put that on today. Although on a day like Mother's Day, kind of a weird... I don't know how many mothers are in F1. So many of them are going to have to have F1 on in the background. That's exactly what's going to be yeah. in the living room. They're, they're, I mean, hey, shout out to the mothers that are into F1. Uh -huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shout out to the race moms. <laughs> yeah. You know? Uh, anyway, so, yeah, the, there was a few hundred people that signed this petition. Maybe it was a couple thousand. And they said, we're not going... We don't want to go back to work. We, we, and they came up with 1,000 reasons. Mm -hmm. including racism and uh i mean the way the way the, the truth of the matter is depending on your profession depending on your responsibilities hey that's a new thing i see you doing by the way will yeah I mean, what's, going just, what's going uh, on what's going on well i have this? a hotkey that's malfunctioning uh, on my, uh hotkey hotkey too hot <laughs> it's not hot enough oh <laughs> It's, uh, I gotta fix it. Yesterday, I'm in, I'm, I'm uh, in Walmart with the kids, and they forced me to buy Takis. Oh, oh yeah. like the like rolled some, up Doritos, some like new hot flavor. I'm like, it's no. not. I'm like, it's not going to be hot. It was actually hot. Yeah, so, Takis are hot. And they yeah. actually picked one that was was hot. Uh, it was on the right. I think it was Dragon. I think it was that one, or maybe not. Is that the hot? Is that hot? The Dragon it's sweet chili. That's you like not these? That hot. Anyway, oh no! Look at the hot meter right there on the left. It's right near the top. Oh, yeah. Okay. I guess it's the second hottest one. I don't know if it was that one or maybe it was Fuego. Anyway, I don't know anything about these things. But sure enough, it was some type of influencer marketing. You know, they saw it in a YouTube video or something. They're like, "We need takis." <laughs> um, I was like, "Well, you did make a nice birthday card, so get the takis." <laughs> that didn't happen, but they did get it anyway. Uh, so some people don't want to, want to go to work. And here's how this should break down. Here's how it should break down. Is it true that in some circumstances, some people can be more effective working from home? Yes, mm -hmm. absolutely. It's true. It's possible. It's not impossible. 
Is it true that some people can be more effective? Some companies can be more effective with people in person. Mm-hmm. Bo's nodding his head very deeply on that one. You, your first one was, mm-hmm. <laughs> and the second one you were like, mm-hmm. <laughs> why don't you? Why don't you weigh in? Why don't you weigh in? Because this weekend you're coming over here. Yeah. Why I'm don't a... you weigh in? What happens in your life? What's the difference? I everyone's different, but for me, I like having places where I do things. Like I don't like working out at home. I'm more of like I like going to the gym to work out. I don't want to work at home. Home is for relaxing, for spending time. You don't like the home. I don't work like mixing things. Also, I like uh, I like coming to work and talking to you guys. Like I just don't want to be at home. <laughs> just like the human aspect of it. Just like talking to people. Also, I kind of <laughs> like you guys. <laughs> Revelation. Right. <laughs> what you do? impossible i mean will it's possible being, right no, that's impossible. <laughs> no I, yeah if you work with people that you enjoy being around it right. can make a big difference mm-hmm. and maybe that's a thing if apple sees all these signatures they're like what you don't like to be around us <laughs> yeah they're hurt by it <laughs> tim's like tim's like i thought you guys were my friends <laughs> i just built the new place it's got everything <laughs> i put everything in the new place you don't want to come visit right and they're like nah we're good and he's like, oh, geez. That's definitely <laughs> I get it, though. not what's going on. You know, they, they, uh, it's a, it's an atmosphere, right? Like corporate life, it's an atmosphere. But we already spoke about how some companies have transitioned a little bit better to the remote work or, or in mm-hmm. some cases completely. Right. And then others are having this mix and then others are, um, feeling like they need more, pe- they need people back in the office. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. I've never worked at a company with, how many people fit in that building? Ten thousand people. Yeah. I never, I never had that experience. So, uh, I can imagine the intimacy level. You know, when you decide, oh, I want to go to work, talk to the guys, do mm-hmm. my work, this and mm-hmm. that. Maybe that exists in Apple in in groups within it, right? But as a whole, I mean, it's it's hard. You're seeing a lot of phases you don't really know. You could just. There's no way you could introduce yourself to everybody in that building. Mm. But that's like big company, small company stuff mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Where there's different dynamics regardless, uh, just based on scale. Mm-hmm. Anyway, here we have uh, a prominent individual. Um, what is it? The, the director of, it was right at the top there, director of machine learning. So now they got somebody on board with a significant title, I guess. Uh, no, I don't guess. That is a good, that's a good title. Machine learning. Tough stuff, man. In a letter to Apple CEO Tim Cook during the summer, a group of employees employees said, without the inclusivity that flexibility brings, many of us feel we have to choose between either a combination of our families, our well-being, and being empowered to do our best work or being a part of Apple. This is a decision none of us take lightly and a decision many would prefer not to have to make. Tough spot for them. Mm -hmm. I assume, like we said in the past, Apple, big company, smart company, big money, big Tim, Big Dre, et cetera. I would assume that they know the benefits and drawbacks of such things, and they wouldn't be pushing for it unless they had some reason, whatever that reason happens to be, corporate culture, productivity, whatever. And whoever backs down, maybe it might be worth it for them to just have this group of people that signed this thing stay home so that they can stop these articles coming through. Maybe. Right. Like you... uh... If you want to stay, you stay. If you want to come, you come type of thing. Um, his, reg- his resignation 
is in part due to Apple's plan to return to in-person work, which requires employees to work from the office at least one day per week. One day per week. What? Oh, wait, wait. One day per week by April 12th, two days per week by May 2nd, three days per week by May 23rd. Oh, <laughs> he says I believe, one month at a time <laughs> i believe strongly that more flexibility would have been the best policy for my team mm. each team's gonna be different man yeah flexibility is actually like the main argument i hear for this all my friends who are like uh they want to stay at home and work the flexibility is key here yeah why do you think that they don't want to go back is it just because they're so used to being at home and being more productive there because I would see a lot of incentive going to, you know, the workplace, especially Apple Park. I think that people make like free food adjustments and a lot of places to work, create habits. And um, the this the COVID thing just went on forever. Yeah. And it just people get used to the new scenario. And well, also their values change. Like you spend enough time at home and with your family and you have now opened doors that you just didn't know that were there and you're like oh wait i actually like this this is great for me yeah and then at that point you feel like i don't want to change this my values have changed i don't value living in a you know a busy city as much as i value x mm -hmm. y and z now well that's a big one what he's talking about there for sure that happened people mm -hmm. relocated yeah in order to cut costs mm -hmm. because these Big tech offices are often located in the most expensive That's places true. in the world to live. And so they might have been like, holy, I got a backyard. I got a, mm -hmm. I don't want to go back. Uh, I don't want to go back to it. But it, the, the thing is, it would be so much better if that was the argument. <clears throat> yes. As opposed to it becoming like Apple is evil. Yeah. Or whatever it is. It's so generic. Like you're not, you're harming me in this way or that way. Mm -hmm. But th listen, they're, they're. And this is kind of what Dorsey was talking about at Twitter before he kind of bounced was, are we too centralized? Is there too much of Twitter policy, Twitter offices, Twitter um, employees that are only representative of one subset of the country? And, and could there be some advantages to distributing that workforce across the country? You can make the same argument for Apple. As nice as it is to have everybody in one place, is it the most effective way to run the company? Or if you had opportunities that were similar, but at offices elsewhere, could people find a lifestyle in some other city that better suits them? Still come in three times a day, but instead they're like, I mean, we already talked about all the people leaving California in the tech realm. We talked about the likes of Elon and so forth. It, it is possible that there's could be a more livable city somewhere. Right. For some people. And at, when you're at a scale of Apple, maybe you need to start thinking about these things more and uh, figuring out ways. But I, I do think that, at least for me, Mo seems to agree, mm -hmm. there is always some kind of strong limitation that comes from remote work, exclusive remote work, mm -hmm. never meeting, never seeing people. There's some jobs that it's, like, totally fine. Yeah. Some... I just, even with the the Zooms and things, it's just frustration, it's mm -hmm. tension, it's mm -hmm. uh, distance. Right. And it's just not going to be the same. Often Will would say, hey, this conversation, this guy needs to be here right now. Do you hear him say that all yeah. the time? Yeah. Hey, go, this conversation, imagine you missed out this conversation. Yeah. 
And it would just be like, well, the conversation already happened. We're not going to do it again. And you could say if we were a giant corporation, maybe we would jot it down. We don't. We don't. We got to move on to the next. We got to be nimble. You got to be fluid. Mm-hmm. You don't have that many guys. Uh, thanks for all the super chats, guys. Really appreciate it. Apple releases new special edition Power Beats Pro sticking with the Beats. Yes. Those are very special edition. My goodness. Whoa. Uh, they use the word funky. I think the word funky is reserved for this. Yes. Yeah, somebody in the chat says Apple is asking for them to come back to California. <laughs> Maybe it's as much they don't want to go back to California <laughs> as anything else. Oh, yeah, it could be. Right. Yeah. Apple has released a special edition version of Powerbeats Pro headphones uh, with a tiny and funky yellow and dark purple pattern in partnership with a London-based designer for $250. The designs of Pariah Farzena, an English-Iranian designer based in London, alongside their unique yellow and dark purple pattern printed on the Powerbeats Pro case and headphones themselves. The Bluetooth earbuds also come with a unique box and with special stickers. You know, I like the collab. Well, I, I enjoy um, the unusual, the artistic. That's a kind of a weird ad. Is that an official Instagram post? What is this? Wow. That's on Beats by Dre. I don't know how to I don't know how to perceive the Instagram post. Thanks for the super chat, Justin. Uh I agree that this wow. is uh this is better than CNN Plus right here. I agree. Bo was waiting for the first reference today. Because mm-hmm. he cringes every I'm time. I'm not gonna he, do it anymore. He winces, he cringes. <laughs> well, well, how dare you? Well, hot keys. <laughs> Will's got a new hot key. Leave it at that. For any CNN Plus reference, <laughs> so that uh, Mo can wince even. Yeah. No. Anytime, anytime you bring it up. Damn, Will's really growing into That's it. That's a isn't very he? newsy tune. Can we just agree that Will's gro- growing into it? I like that he's getting it's the soundboard fun. going. He's this is going to be really fun. Producer Will is all grown up. Yeah. Right. Just took and ten years. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jesus. See somewhere close to it. Yeah. Holy. Yeah, I'm not sure about the ad here. I don't, but the earbuds themselves are kind of cool. I don't know. My only problem with it is with a thing like earbuds, it's tough to like have, I don't know, how, if, do, do people have more than one pair? Because when you think of it as a style item, you might want to wear something flashy like that, but not every time. And uh-huh. the earbuds are expensive. Mm-hmm. So it's a little tougher, but who knows, man? Maybe you Maybe you can pull that off every time. Do, do you think... Like the earbud becomes an earring. Yeah. Just a... A style this component. One, this is a bit... Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I would have... Because these might be great, so I might use them, but they would be like my gym-only headphones. Sporty Mo. Yeah. They, would, yeah. they wouldn't be my... Yeah. Is that what you look like when you go to the gym? <laughs> yeah. That's you right there. Not right there. Yeah. My well, water bottle's a lot bigger. You but, see yeah. how he's a vent in the knee. <laughs> yeah, just one. So, but the laces are not done up. That's a weird, I can't, I don't know if I can get with that one. What? You're that tripping. Because yeah. you're tripping around everywhere. It's a style aspect. Mm-hmm. But maybe it's like this kind of freewheeling. I don't care. No. This kind of, well, okay, why? Why are they undone, Mo? I think it's just style. Exactly. Exactly. Just... So what is the statement of the undone lace? I'm an undone lace. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. She's definitely not working out this one. 
Hey. Well, how do you know that, man? You mean in this outfit, right? That's what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on now. She's got well, a she's metal go belt with uh, untied with butterflies. Don't on doubt. It. Don't doubt the capabilities. It's I call it fake news. <laughs> don't doubt the capabilities. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Well, you don't have to wear beats just for working out, but Mo says for him, they're for working out. See, that's mm -hmm. when he really tries to show off so he goes for the flashier right, yeah looks i say look at me you don't know what his outfit is he <laughs> he says i'm not the kind of guy that can work out at home no i'm the kind of guy that needs to be seen in the yeah. gym i gotta flex when uh when i'm torqued when i got when i got my <laughs> pump on when i'm all pumped up yeah no okay so that's cool it's 200 bucks um oh, um. oh interesting the special edition headphones cost 250 but they're currently exclusively available on Scents. Apple is currently holding a special offer for the regular Power Beats for two hundred. So these are oh, going to be okay. a fifty premium, fifty dollar premium. But the regular price of the Beats, cool. Okay, we got it. Yeah, it's a color scheme. We got it. All iPhone fourteen models to gain two front facing camera upgrades. The iPhone fourteen lineup will feature upgraded front facing camera setups with at least two improvements, including autofocus mm. and a wider aperture. According to insightful Apple analyst Ming-Chi Guo, um, all four F1.9 with autofocus. So you're going to get the more, the more prettier... The bokeh. Bokers. You're going to get the more prettier bokers. <clears throat> Uh, allow for more light to pass through. That's true, because it's still a right. small sensor. I don't know about the depth of field thing, but de but definitely more light mm -hmm. uh, for the portrait mode. And autofocus can improve focus during FaceTime and Zoom video calls. By comparison, the camera on the 13 models has a fixed focus and uh, smaller f2.2 aperture. Mm -hmm. Fixed focus, I never even knew that. Hmm. Did you know it was a fixed focus on no. the front? I had no idea. I guess you're always the same range away from it, give right. or take, because right. you have to hold it. Yeah. Yeah, this is as far as it goes. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, the upgraded front camera is expected to be integrated into the pill and hole punch shaped front facing true depth camera array in place of the notch on the current models. The standard iPhone 14 models are expected to retain the same notch, but they'll have the upgraded camera anyways. Uh, other features on the rear camera, 48 megapixel wide lens enabling 8K video recording. And uh, high resolution 8K videos recorded are said to be suitable for viewing on Apple's long-rumored AR-slash-VR headset, Quo believes. Mm. Well, that's where Willie Do gets involved. You start talking about headsets, you start using the keywords AR, VR, gets him going. Oh, horned up. Gets him going. <laughs> um, future iPad news. Mm, Apple patent suggests <clears throat> iPad could transform into mac os like experience well that's the dream come true you attach the keyboard now you have a laptop i wonder well i don't know i mean they probably have good reason they want you to buy everything so they're like right. they can't give you too many things in one they can't and also microsoft tried to do it with the surface products mm. microsoft was all about it they're like they tried a dual interface thing and it was kind of a disaster or i guess not enough people bought it you would have a separate UI when a thing was in one particular form factor versus another. I don't know if that's confusing to people, but for me, that seems so optimal that I could have it docked on a keyboard and it works like a laptop. And yeah. then I pull it off and it goes back to a uh, touch-based interface. Mm -hmm. um, How yeah. often do you use the 
like iPad though, like the actual never. tablet. Absolutely never. Me personally, mm-hmm. I've tried, mm. but I've tried, Mo. Right. Don't look at me that way. <laughs> You've tried too. Yeah, no, I like it. Mm. You reach for the laptop. I reach for the laptop, but when I'm shooting B-roll, I like the um, iPad as like a checklist. Yeah. I can keep it on me, especially the mini, the one you took away. I hate that iPad. We'll bring it back. I, I will. <laughs> I, if I can find it, I'll bring it back because the screen to me is just like jarring. Oh, really? Why? Refresh rate? It's not very good. This is not mm. a very good display. Right. Maybe, I guess what I use What it you for. were using it for is fine, but right. I'm just, yeah. Compare, and by the way, I'm not saying all iPad displays. I'm saying the mm-hmm. mini compared to the other. And, and obviously, you look at the spec, it's the price it's right right can't be but if you have the other one lying there you're not reaching for yeah. it yeah <laughs> you have the other one there it looks a thousand times better the ipad pro um so uh so here we have a patent which was reported by patently apple no surprise wide-ranging its potential implementation apple regularly patents dozens of ideas there used to be a thing back in the day that attempted to take your macbook and turn it into a, uh, a mac os your iPad, touch, you mean? Touch. No, no. Your MacBook. You, it would flip the screen around and then... Whoa. Dude, I wanted one of these so bad. And you can interact with it as a touch screen? ever remember the name on it. But they would essentially take apart a MacBook. Okay. Flip the display around. Right. Put it inside of a new enclosure and put a, um, a digitizer touchscreen on it. So you can now interact with a pen. Whoa. It was How- a MacBook but an iPad. That's kind of genius. I know for Will, it's like an impossible Google right now. He right. would need to remember the name of it, or somebody in the chat would need to remember the name of it. But it's not DIY. There was a company selling it. Right, right. Apple probably didn't like this, though. Of course not. They didn't like it. But it was it was at a time where the conversation around Mac OS on a tablet uh, style of interface was at an all-time high. Mm. People were like, I would love to have a tablet running Mac OS. Right. Do we do a video on it? No, I never got one. It was actually probably before I was really on YouTube. That's how old this idea was. Modbook, Modbook Pro, type Modbook Pro. Why did I just remember that? There you go. Oh, cool. Yeah. Go ahead, Mo. Wow, this is very cool. So you can now just imagine you got the full thing going on. The full Mac OS, but touch-based. But touch-based, yeah. So all types of things you don't require secondary. If you were one of these people who would use a Cintiq or some type of tablet mm-hmm. for art and things like this, but the software you like to use for whatever reason was on Mac OS, mm-hmm. not such an issue now, but... But this was a while ago. Well, the probably- first I, it first surfaced in 2008. That'll bring you back. But when I was a young man, any new type of gadget, like I was keeping track of this stuff mm-hmm. even before youtube mm-hmm. and uh you can see they went to kickstarter with like a newer version modbook pro x i don't know what's going on with the company this is not an endorsement or anything like i really just don't even know what happened to it but obviously if apple did it in an official way that would be more ideal because they wouldn't have to be i mean they could just engineer hard they're, they're kind of good at that hardware stuff but for whatever reason, up until now, they've been committed to this idea of having them be completely separate with very little crossover. 
and saying, nope, on the iPad, you are in iPad land, and on the MacBook, you're in MacBook land. Mm -hmm. But I guess that could change at some point if this patent uh, ever comes to fruition in a, in a product. Some, but often it's important to note sometimes they'll do something like this and, and actually have no intention of building it. Maybe I shouldn't say no intention, but they're in no rush. They're just getting it out of the way so that they can have the and own the patent. Mm -hmm. um, there's a look at how it might operate. Um, a clicking upper unit that goes into the keyboard section. This is a lot like the Microsoft Surface mm -hmm. Book. Surface Book? Yeah, Surface Book. A lot like it. Surface Book is cool, but it there's something, the geometry, there's something that's off about it was having so much weight in the display because all the computing power is in the upper portion. It's a little top heavy and there, believe it or not, there's, there's there's some complexities with this this design. Mm -hmm. You have to still find a way to have that screen portion because on a laptop it's so lightweight. Like imagine if Mo ripped off the screen of that MacBook Air and it was a it's, tablet. It's just nothing. The, the, but imagine if your tablet fully functioned, fully powered, was that thin and light. It's yeah. almost like paper. Yeah, it would be incredible. You'd use you know that's science fiction. Yeah, when it's that thinness. Let's go. <laughs> uh, okay. Now we're on to the topic with the uh, Apple self-repair kit. Mm -hmm. And Mo brought up as soon as I got here, I actually hadn't seen any of these videos. I see this one was posted May 4th, and uh, I know Quinn posted one, I think, on the 6th. Uh, yeah, May 6th. So everybody's ordering this repair kit, and, uh, well, it just became available to do. This right to repair conversation has been enormous and it's gathered all types of steam and support. And uh, Apple themselves responded by launching their own self-repair program designed to allow users to repair iPhone 12s, 13s, SEs. You have, they give you the manuals, tools, and replacement parts, which are directly sourced from Apple. So they're official parts. And then they'll send you a kit and the kit is the part that really caught Mo's attention because it's enormous. Mm -hmm. It's two giant Pelican cases filled with a variety of really purpose-built machines that serve only a singular purpose, which is to manage a repair, a specific set of repairs on iPhones, get the screen off, replace the screen, replace the battery and so on. Mm-hmm. And you saw it and you were like, what the hell is this? I couldn't believe it. You saw it and you were irate. Yeah, I was. You remind me of Willie Do for a second. <laughs> yeah. It was crazy. <laughs> I couldn't believe how big it was. Yeah. So it's an enormous set of kit. Okay. And I realized that, you know, your reaction was uh, shock to mm -hmm. a certain extent. Mm-hmm. And you thought to yourself, who the hell is going to do this? Like Speaking I, for yourself. Yeah. I said in the previous, when we covered this the first time, that I'm probably not the guy for this. Mm -hmm. Now seeing it, I'm definitely not the guy. Okay, so you're not the guy. It. Yeah. You're not the guy for it. It comes with a hefty manual as well. Hefty manual, hefty components, two giant Pelican cases, purpose-built machinery. Let me just speak... From my point of view, mm -hmm. it's the only one I got. I completely understand what you're saying. Right. And I think the average 
uh, iPhone user who busts their screen, this is totally like nutty. Don't not this is not for you. Yeah, this is not really what this is about. <laughs> Apple was receiving a lot of pressure to do something, and I don't doubt that this is the equipment they would use in their operation. Right now, from my perspective, from a guy who before I was on YouTube, I actually had a small uh, Apple repair business right at the beginning of iPhones, right around the time of iPods, Mm -hmm. mostly around MacBooks, which one time were called PowerBooks. I would have, I would have, Loved something like this. Well, this huge, right? Or this uh, purpose-built? Because there was... I know you're looking at this saying, this is this is crazy, but I probably opened up, I don't know, a hundred mobile devices, right. maybe more, probably more. They're finicky. They're, everything is so, like, s- s- stuck, and there's adhesives, and you're applying pressure to fragile components using spudgers and small, like, guitar pick type. You're trying to break seals and apply just the right amount of pressure. It Mm -hmm. takes you 15 of these things before you know all the nuance of doing that in the absence of having purpose-built equipment for the task. And so I think a lot of people who are upset here are not probably the group that would ever engage with something like this. And, and who may not have an accurate picture of the frust- like how frustrating the process is mm-hmm. of getting inside of a device like an iPhone. Now, this is obviously uh, from, a, from a scale perspective, this is obviously far more complex th- uh, compared to something you could buy off iFixit and follow their manuals. Mm-hmm. But what ends up happening is you end up using things like heat guns and uh, rubbing alcohol. And uh, you use other methods for disengaging certain components mm-hmm. because you don't have these things and you would never buy these things because you might, you're not going to do enough repairs to justify it. But I highly doubt that those devices are going to work better than Apple's own equipment which is purpose-built. Like, mm-hmm. the one to remove the screen, you, you can see that that's all it does. Right. And you can see the heating element and the amount of time and the timer. It, it becomes relatively foolproof, although this, on the guy on MacRumor screwed it up because he had a screen protector on his display. Yeah. So, like, you're going to still need to know certain things, read certain things, but it is targeted at an individual who has the patience for something like this mm-hmm. which is pretty tedious miniature work if if you're into it now the other thing i should mention is that there's a weird process at the end where you need to verify the repair with apple yes you need to call it in essentially you need to call it in and then they talk you through checking your serial making sure everything's authentic this is going to have some sort of implications for aftermarket components and I wonder about, I haven't been in the game in so long that I wonder about what's happening with that. Because now you have to 
kind of pay whatever price Apple puts on these components right. for these repairs. And in the case of the repair kit that you get, it's uh, understandably a hefty cost if you if you don't return it. It's like thirteen hundred bucks. Yeah. So, but either way, I think uh, I think. It might not be a thing that Apple wanted to do. I mean, they didn't do it voluntarily. There was a lot so. of pressure prior. Yeah. And they were kind of like, fine, here's the stuff we use. Right. You go do it if you want. <laughs> it might look like that to the outside. It might seem like that. But I really don't know what else they would do. I really don't. Like, they're going to send you strictly a bunch of guitar picks and tell you to use a heat gun? And then you're going to heat up one section too much and you're going to wreck this or that? I think it needs to be as comprehensive as it can be and user-friendly. Even though it's really um, in-depth, at least there is all these solutions to solve every single little problem. Maybe the issue here is around disclaimers and and around communication prior to a person engaging in their own repair to just make sure that the individual that's ordering up this repair. It's like, are you sure you want this? Understand. And maybe that does exist, by the way. Maybe you check a bunch of boxes. It's like, I get it. I get it. Do it at your own risk, whatever. Mm-hmm. I think it's like a lot of things in life where there's experts in this. And more often than not, you're better off to find the expert. You might be an inquisitive type and you could become an expert yourself. That does happen, but it's just not going to be the majority. Mm. For the majority of people to do a one-off, it's going to be, you're going to be better off to just have it done. Yeah. Because of the potential for Mm -hmm. problems to arise. But I just had to say, just to see the purpose-built machinery, it kind of turns me on a bit. Right, Because I just hassled through so many of these things in the past, but just twisting and peeling and applying only the right amount of pressure. And I busted stuff. Like I would, right. I would go, oh, that display's no good. I got to reach for another one. Mm-hmm. And you would just be wasting components because you, like this stuff didn't exist to the general public at no. all. No. And it wouldn't even come up on eBay because Apple's building it just for them in some cases. Or you maybe... Factories in China and whatnot would have this stuff as well. But again, I was doing this task over a decade ago before it was as mature as it is now. Right. But there were two different experiences. You can check them out for yourself. You have uh, on Mac Rumors, and then you have Quinn that did it as well on YouTube. And they both successfully completed the repair, batteries Mm -hmm. and displays. Mm -hmm. And they did so with that equipment. So... I guess it works as advertised. It did the yeah. thing it was supposed to do. Is it overkill? Like, if I fix this, is selling their kits, and it's, you know, you can walk, put in your backpack. You can what? If you, if it's so small that you can just like put in put in your backpack, and people are clearly doing it. Like people are repairing their. Oh, iPhones. I used to, you know, when they, I was doing this around the time that they started. So there, right. uh, these manuals and what I fix it and and the tools. I mean, I don't actually remember if they were selling their toolkits at the time, but their manuals at least were critical mm-hmm. for what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
But again, they, they, it's just it wouldn't be feasible for people to purchase a $1,300 kit. Yeah. That's a more likely to borrow type of scenario. So they're going to have to find cheaper solutions. And you can see all the cautions going on. Yeah. I hate to say it, but I'm sure there's been a tremendous number of people, even with all of iFixit's help, who have ruined their components and made things worse. Right. Yeah, okay. I mean, we're never going to know the exact number mm -hmm. of failures. Because, yeah, people don't They say. iFixit tries to put a difficulty rating on it. Oh, interesting. <laughs> right there. Oh, yeah. Moderate. So that you can know, like, uh-oh. Um, I mean, you have eight comp eight comments it's it's just it's so hard to know what you're getting into until you're halfway through it and you're like oh my god mm -hmm. and you realize um the little nuance to it like oh this ribbon cable is the pin inserted right. and now you're troubleshooting and it's a bit much i'm just telling you for most people yeah with a thousand dollar phone they're like some people repair their own car yeah, no. <laughs> Others don't. Like it has to be an option, but it just because the this right to repair thing exists doesn't mean everybody's an expert repairman. Mm -mm. You have the option to become one, uh, but there's still going to be plenty of individuals that are far better than others at doing it. Mm -hmm. I promise you that. Yeah. And chances are, for most people, that's going to be a better use of their. For most people, I agree. You know. Elon Musk is going to take over Twitter CEO role. It's cool, though. I just think as a guy who was into this Options. so long ago, mm -hmm. it's cool to see Apple forced into having to send these such bizarre gadgets yeah. to your like <laughs> yeah. a company like Apple that's yeah. so polished and perfect, <laughs> and you only see it when it's wrapped in clear plastic. Yeah. Right? They're, you only get to interact with their products when they're pristine. That's what I found funny about it. I was like, can you imagine walking out of an Apple store with two giant It's hilarious. Case? I kind of like it just because of how absurd it is. Yeah, it's really absurd. Yeah. And just knowing that it's not uh, new um, hardware. Yeah. It's used, rented. Rented. Many, right. many times. Rented. Yeah. Apple yeah. renting rented, things. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's kind of cool to see them have to... Uh -huh. Be be real, like be kind of a little bit dirty or a little scrappy. Yeah, a little bit. They're so pristine all the time. Elon Musk will take over Twitter CEO role, but not for long. We've heard this before, haven't we? I guess in the past he stated that, and then he stayed a CEO for a really long time elsewhere. Mm. Elon Musk will reportedly take over the uh, role of CEO at Twitter after the acquisition is complete, but the plan is to not hold it for long. When Elon Musk became CEO of Tesla in 2009, it was only supposed to be for a few months until they found a replacement. 13 years later, he is still the CEO. That's like me with this company. Well, <laughs> yeah. Back in 2009, I was like, only for a few months to a year. Then it's going to be the real host. 13 years later, here I am. It's not the, I don't think it's quite 13, but... Uh, Elon Musk is expected to serve as temporary CEO of Twitter for a few months after he completes his $44 billion takeover. The social media company sources told CNBC. Musk hasn't officially commented on Twitter uh, leadership situation yet, but there have been reports that he has already lined up a new CEO. This is the first report that claims Musk plans to personally take over, at least for a few months. I mean, 
he kind of has to. He has so many ideas. Go look at his Twitter. This has to be fixed. That has to be fixed. So on and so forth. He doesn't like uh, the current CEO, Agrawal. I guess not, right? I mean, he was he was dunking on the whole board. Yeah, he's saying everything. I don't see how they were gonna. I don't see how they were gonna sort that out. No, uh, it would be. Man, I don't know how much I don't I don't know who's hanging around. I mean, you saw yeah. some people's tune change. Some of those investors, you saw the tune change, mm-hmm. where they were like, "Oh yeah, we'll take yeah, we'll get on board." At first, it was like, "Yeah, intrinsic value," and then after, it was like, <laughs> "Happy to see what we do together." <laughs> as opportunities arose, but. Listen, it, it, he's so opinionated on the topic and seemingly so passionate about it that how do you have the most impact the fastest? You go in there and you're the CEO. Mm-hmm. Also, you're, otherwise, you're just yelling at someone. Well, you're yelling at someone regardless, but otherwise, you're just directing to somebody else. And without that title, why why should they yeah. listen to you? So at least in the interim and probably for a while, I don't know what this means on the Tesla side of things, SpaceX side of things, if there's any concern there. I know Mo, Mo as a shareholder is constantly aware of Elon Musk and his time spent. He's constantly tracking his jet location and so forth. <laughs> Did someone say Tesla? Yeah, in order to... You can't even have a conversation with this guy anymore. <laughs> That's not true. We tried, we tried the Tesla. other day. We were having a little barbecue. We, try, we tried. Right. And what were we talking about? Well, you about? brought it up. Well, no, I know, no, no. but the way about? this guy perked, he perked. <laughs> I uh, like it. <laughs> but you perked. I did. And I went, I, you know, I said something to the tune of, I don't like this. That's the thing. Every time I can sniff in a Tesla investor from a mile away. Mm-hmm. Because if, smell them. all I have to do is say something negative about Tesla. Right. And they go. <laughs> Uh, they punch you in the gut. No, 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 not even. No, they get inquisitive. Yeah, <laughs> I'm talking about a quiet or private. That's tes- a bit Tesla of a shareholder. That's a bit of a worry. They just go that inquisitive uh, nature. Well, well, they <laughs> like, go. What's going on? Because huh? they just assume it like it's impossible. Like, what do you mean you don't like absolutely everything? But there's mm-hmm. a sense of concern there, right? From who? From the other guy. The yeah, investor? investor. Well, yeah. obviously, yeah, <laughs> obviously, that's what it's all rooted in. That's yeah. the whole point. It's not full confidence there. That's the whole point of it is that they notice and Mo mm-hmm. as an investor. He noticed me, and he got all of a sudden way more engaged in the conversation than he was prior. Prior, he just yeah. listened to music. He's looking at the bird over there. Right. <laughs> I know the good things about Tesla. I want to know the bad things. And then, and well, then, yeah, he wants to be informed. I say something negative, and he goes. Tell me more about. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Describe to me why that's worse. <laughs> yeah. Sounds pretty good to me. And all of a sudden, his whole demeanor changed, and you're like, oh, you're a test investor. Yeah. Got it. But it's not just him. Like, that's not how I came up with this because it's everybody I talk to who's an investor in Tesla. It's the exact same scenario. Mm. It's kind of like Apple to a certain extent. I would argue investor in anything. When you have stake in the situation, you don't want to hear somebody raining on your parade. Maybe, maybe it is, but I think it's when you are invested in something that's perceived as being such a 
Halo. You're right. A Tesla investor <laughs> is different from just an, a regular investor. I think reg a regular investor is, um, I don't even know what a regular investor is at this point, but like a little bit less. Com hmm. Tesla is like a vanity thing to it. It's mm -hmm. like an identity marker. Right, right. It's like a, uh, well, a lot of things are like that, but particularly good looking or seemingly better, more advanced, environmental, like all these. Mm -hmm. this Checkmark. Yeah, this subset of things that's yeah. like an elev elevating factor. Yeah, there is a bit of like, oh, you don't get it. Like, I'm part of a group. Because if I said to you, yeah. if I said to you, you know, oil prices are going to go down, mm -hmm. right? And you had, I don't know, Exxon Mobil, you'd be like, I better move that. I better move that. Right. It's not like, it's not this weird um, philosophical, maybe it is, maybe it is. But with Tesla, particularly you who say, oh, it's like a five-year thing, mm -hmm. it's like more of a vision or something. Yeah. Intangible mm -hmm. feeling. And that's why Elon's so important as this mega influencer because he yeah. controls feeling for so many people mm -hmm. uh, and direction. So I'm telling you, it's the same sequence every time. I would actually say Apple is a little different in the sense that I've run into people that sort of use Apple apologetically. Mm. This is completely anecdotal. They're like, but I, that's a kind of a new thing where they don't just say I'm using it because it's the best. They're like, I know, I know I'm on Apple. Oh. Particularly, it depends the age group and, and demographic, and, and then obviously the limitation in my exposure to who knows certain mm -hmm. types of people or certain scenarios. But where because they've been using it for so long at this point that they maybe they're feeling that they should be more aware of other options in the marketplace. Mm. But definitely, you can sniff out a Tesla investor by saying something. Even even marginally critical, they're gonna their level of inquiry is gonna elevate so rapidly. Tell me more about what's the what happened? Mm -hmm. What didn't you like? What was the sounds good to me? Yeah, sounds good to me. That feature mm -hmm. sounds promising. It's all very future. It's in the future. Yeah. Anyway. None against. I mean, Tesla. Listen, and you and I talked about this before, and I think we talked about it at that moment when you got really inquisitive. <laughs> without Tesla, without Tesla, there's no EVs. What's like even this. going on right now? No. So that's not to take anything away. It's all right. about this nuance, man. It's not polar. But he wants it to be the simplest story possible. It's like, listen, mm -hmm. if you want it to be bad enough, guess what? It will be. Right. People will just give it to you because they're sick of the argument. But if you really want to play ball. In the nuance of the game, mm -hmm. get get in there and dribble around a little bit. Right, play around a little bit with these concepts and ideas, and get in the gradient. Mm -hmm. Get in the gradient. In the gray zone. Get in there, or just come to this show because we'll force you to get there. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Florida, Florida pension is suing to prevent a quick merger for Elon Musk's proposed fourteen billion dollar mm. Twitter bio. Florida pension. It, it 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 sounds um uh very non-threatening a Florida pension. It's like no 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 no. They probably pushing major chips. Some of those pensions, 
Pension fund in Florida suing Twitter over Elon Musk's proposed buyout. Report said Friday, the Orlando Police Pension Fund claims Musk's financial arrangements for the deal should prevent the transaction from closing before 2025. It was the 54.20 cents a share deal, of course, that we're talking about. Orlando, Orlando Police Pension Fund filed a complaint in the Delaware Chancery Court against Twitter and its board, including their chief executive. It said Delaware law prohibits a quick merger because Musk had agreements with other big Twitter shareholders to support the buyout, including Morgan Stanley, his financial advisor, and Twitter founder Jack Dorsey, according to Reuters. Such arrangements trigger a Delaware law that calls for a three-year delay in closing such deals. The fund claimed, according to a Bloomberg report, the arrangements made Musk an interested shareholder who has to wait three years to wrap up the deal or win the support of investors who control at least 66 and two-third percent. What a what a arbitrary. How cool is that? That he has to get at least 66 and two-third percent of Twitter's outstanding voting stock. How did they pick that number? I don't know. It's a fun one. So they want to pause it or make it harder. Uh-huh. Uh, or I, delay it. I guess they think it's worth more or they have some other issue with it. They maybe they can get Yeah, what's their incentive here? Like or is this a negotiate negotiation tactic, right? If they, I presume they occupy some portion of the necessary 66 and two third percent of support. Of course. And they'd be like, give us 55, 20. I don't know. Hmm. And they'll remove their complaint type of thing. Everything's a negotiation, right? Right. I would assume that to go through all this hassle, you're, you're wanting something uh, as a, as a uh, significant shareholder. Hmm. Right, you're wanting something more than the fifty-four twenty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got the fifty-four twenty, mm-hmm. or you maybe just don't like Elon. And yeah. well, that also could be. But that would be hard as a as a big group to, to group, make this pension move. pension group. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you, I mean, you assume they're about that. They're about their money. So I don't know. Wow. So this puts a pause on this. No, I, I mean, do you really think that's going to happen? I, I would assume there's all types of finesse. Elon makes a call. All types of dribbling. Right. In the gray zone. I, I, I would have to assume. Mm. Uh, job interest in Twitter skyrocketed more than 250% since Elon Musk moved to take over, but current employees are nervous. Well, I'd be nervous, too, if job yeah. interest went to Twitter. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, everybody wants my job. <laughs> um, I'm like, Mo, job interest at Lou later is skyrocketing 250%. You're like, uh. You're like, oh, yes, no. you're like, uh. <laughs> yeah but i like talking well, to you guys Will's coming just, into the office Will's hitting all of his hotkeys the jumble mess yeah job interest on all-time high i don't know it's a job interest from a different group right elon musk cast twitter's future into uncertainty we made a successful 44 billion dollar bid countless musk fans and a slight majority of americans 59 percent approved takeover according to recent data from the harris poll some current Twitter staff worry that it will dramatically change the company's culture. Yeah, I think it's the idea. Yeah, I think that's I think the it's point. the idea. If you're not about Musk, uh, go do something else, I guess, at this point. Unfortunately. Uh, or fortunately, I don't know. Well, I'm sure they like their job, so probably not fun for them to leave, but... Yeah, but fortunately, they... Uh, Yeah, you're right. I don't know. <laughs> I guess I'm, I was going to say that they get to like stick it to Elon, but they oh. really don't. It's a dumb way to do it. Yeah. Mm. They're just suffering. 
Yeah. No, well, like, no, 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 no. I'm no. saying they're like, I'm out of here. Like, yeah. you got problems now because I was amazing at what I did. Right. Yeah. And they take some joy in that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But mm-hmm. it, that seems like a weird way to live, too. Like, it is. <laughs> the idea of, of, of any takeover, like, any, even if you agree with everything the guy says and you like them a lot, it's a takeover. It's, it's a new regime. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. a new. It could disrupt things that you like, period. Of course. It's part of it. Part of life. Change is part of life. Decide how, you decide how you, how and where you want to change and what you're willing to change. But fact of the matter is there would, could have been a downside to nothing changing at Twitter and the company struggling in other ways. So casual interest in open positions at the company has skyrocketed since the Tesla billionaire showed serious interest in taking over the company on Thursday. Daniel Zhao, senior economist and data scientist at the Job Insights platform Glassdoor, tweeted that interest in job openings at the social media giant was up 263% between April 24 and April 30th. Yeah, that's big. That's real. That's a real job Mm -hmm. site. Real job site. In a statement of fortune, Zhao clarified that interest is defined by the average daily clicks on the Twitter job postings on the platform compared to the average daily job clicks in March baseline prior to the news breaking. Also, people might be clicking on those things because they're curious if people are actually leaving Twitter, which was yeah. oh, could right. be yeah. a lot of people. Right. Just curious. Just a lot of activity. Yeah. Just activity in general because there were so many claims being made like, I'm leaving if he comes. Right. Actually, I think that might be a huge portion of it. Well, that's the thing. When you read these things, you got to go deeper. Mm-hmm. You got to say, okay, what could have caused this? Right. It could. Yeah. It could be exactly what it is. That just Elon fans are like, well, I want to work for Twitter. Yeah. Okay. Right. Some of it. Some of it's probably that. Some of it's probably also this other thing. It's going to be more than one thing. Right. And you come to Lou later to find out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many times we're allowed to say that in one episode, Mo. People are going to start to uh, wonder. <laughs> Did we say it Start to wonder about us. <laughs> Uh, I think it's a good time for a CNN Plus moment just to lighten the mood. <laughs> Go ahead, Will. Hey, we got to lighten the mood after Mo's making all kinds of substantial claims about the significance of this show, the importance of this show. Yeah. <laughs> Coming up at noon. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Some people will leave. Some people will uh, will arrive. Period. No surprise. Mm-hmm. What uh, the hell is that, Will? I think Mo. Oh, I said uh, this. This is your. I story, just thought right? it was really like just another good look at the uh, Cybertruck. Mm. This is a fun little. They're throwing out ice creams to the workers, but we get a glimpse of uh, the back of the Cybertruck. But it's that, mainly it an ice cream people. sandwich. Is ice cream sandwich? I didn't. <laughs> I didn't check. <laughs> I was more yeah. just interested in You're the Cybertruck. Very... Very curious about the ice cream sandwich. <laughs> well, I just wonder what type of ice cream you toss like that, right? Uh-huh. You can't have a cone involved. It's going to uh-huh. crack. They're, I also they're thought, tossing so casual. It's an ice cream sandwich. got to be. I thought the timing was kind of interesting when we watched the uh, Ford commercial, mm-hmm. and they're all about their employees. Right, and we came up with the idea. We said, you got to show the employees. Yeah. Right, and then this came out. So they listen to us is what you're saying. <laughs> you got to check out Lou later. <laughs> 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 no, don't do it. 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 Oh. <laughs> Are we sure that's not copyright or something? Oh, yeah, it's definitely copyright. You know Will didn't do his homework on that. No chance. <laughs> no, I got the license. Yeah, okay. <laughs> right. I did. Sure, bud. We'll see about that. This is... Uh... So this is uh, just, mm-hmm. you know, handing out it's a ice good look. cream it's a to good look. Giga yeah. Texas builders. Good luck. 
Yeah, they got a Cybertruck rolling around, and the Cybertruck's off-road. It's on the dirt. It's on the job site, so mm -hmm. it's kind of a good ad for the Cybertruck. Yeah. It's got the the wheels, though. They're uh, The Warthog wheels. Yeah. Good. Good. Put those good on. For I don't want those other That's wheels. Cool. I want the Warthog wheels. Uh -huh. Please and thank you. The bed doesn't look huge. You notice that? No, it doesn't. Bed's looking a little small, but I don't know. It's hard to tell. Cybertruck looks awesome. Bed looks a bit small, and there's a ramp on it. Yeah, I mm. just noticed that. It went up. So you kind of lose a little bit more space. You might lose some space as a Tesla investor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See the way he got it? You might. Yeah. Wait a second. Can you fit a sheet of plywood in that bed? I'm like, no, just barely you can't. Yeah. He's like, uh, mm. uh, I might pull my money out. Just now. sweating. Uh, uh, no, no, long term. Um, <laughs> ice cream is good. Uh, workforce is good. It's hot over there. Look at you can tell it's hot over mm -hmm. there, and they're working. Uh, work is going on. <laughs> yeah, and 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 everybody wants the ice cream. You can see the one guy Who shoved. Doesn't? The one guy shoved. <laughs> Did he? He got okay. it. He needed. <laughs> All right, we need to know. It. He needed to get More in there. Anyone. You'll see here. You'll see here. Let's wait for it. That was a good toss. Good toss. Good catch. Actually, mm -hmm. the catch was better than the toss. That's, oh, even better catch. You, you got to watch for the shove here. Somebody really needs it. And it's going to be real soon. Coming, they come running down the scaffolding. Okay. Look, look over here. Oh, oh there's a little, <laughs> a little traffic jam. Get out of my way. A little ice cream traffic jam. Yeah. Man, you guys remember the ice cream truck when you were kids? Oh, my God. Loved it. You the, don't see them anymore. That crazy, the music would go on and yeah. the kids would just... <laughs> They'd be such a panic. Like, mom, mom, give me the money. They give me crazy. Yeah. They, where is he? Where is he? <laughs> they just start running in all directions. You run out in your neighborhood, you and you try to like hear it and run towards it. The guy's got ice cream, mom. <laughs> you don't, mom. He's got ice cream <laughs> in his truck. Yeah. I give him the money. <laughs> what would you go for in an ice cream truck? Always something different. What? I don't know why, but I would always go for something different. I'd be like, I had the banana split. Now what can I have? Every time. Yeah. You look at the board. Probably had the SpongeBob one the most. I've had that maybe like a few times. Right. Oh, okay. You've seen it, right? It's, it's like on a, a stick. It's on a stick. Yeah, I was kind of against the stick. Oh, okay. I You're was... like, ice cream truck's got to be cone. Well, I would get the uh, the dip. The chocolate oh, dip. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dip upside it. down. Oh, okay, you do a yeah. twist dip? So, Whoa. so it's chocolate <laughs> and vanilla in the thing. Are those bubble gum in the eyeballs? Yeah, yeah. I usually get the Sonic so, one. So one million years ago, mm -hmm. when I was t ten, maybe there okay. used to be a guy on a bike, and oh, he yeah. and yes. he only had the pre-pack ones. Yes, the cones. He couldn't have the he didn't have the soft serve yeah. on the bike. Yeah, so it's a different story. He just had a freezer literally attached to his bike. Attached to his bike. <laughs> And he uh, would bike around. He looked like he looked like on the left. Give me the guy on the left, Dicky D. No, 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 no. On the left, Dicky D. Right. No, down one, down. Yes, that's what it was. Big stop sign on the front. He had the rocket. Everybody <laughs> knows the rocket, the red, right. white, and blue. Classic. Uh, he would have had a cone, but the cone was the pre-pack. It would have been your uh, what do they call those ones? Like drumstick. Okay, oh, yeah. it would have been yeah. a drumstick style. Mm -hmm. 
And but it was a different story. The guy on the bike, the guy in the truck. You can't hear this guy. Yeah. He just had a bell. He just ding ding ding. You gotta be close, man. <laughs> yeah. He could only really go to the park. He's hitting up the parks. That's what he's he doing. He could only go to the park because you can't hear him from far away. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it's a little slower on a bike there. But uh the ice cream showing up is a big deal every time. And Tesla knows it. And so I'm feeling I gotta buy some uh, some stock or something mm. after that. Okay. They're passing the ice cream around. It's morale. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think we're going to have to get some ice cream in this place. Yeah. Right yeah. Because so, you I know something is like uh, the morale is low. It lightens the mood so immediately. And that's right. So. Did you want to take a break? Oh, now's the break. We'll be right back. We got a lot to talk about. We're sponsored by Coinbase today. Uh, Coinbase I've been using for a long time. Uh, one of the easiest ways to get involved in crypto, jumpstart your crypto portfolio. That's what they say. Mm. Incredibly user-friendly. I mean, they've been doing it forever. They got all kinds of promos and prizes and things going on right now. Uh, of course, you can use it on the web. Of course, you can use it on mobile. You can buy, sell all the popular digital currencies. You can set up recurring buys to invest slowly over time if you prefer. You can, uh, all types of integrations and linking with things like PayPal. And it's just like very user-friendly. Uh, secure storage. You store the vast majority of digital assets in secure offline storage. Coinbase maintains crypto insurance and all USD cash balances are covered by FDIC insurance up to a maximum of $250,000. And Coinbase supports a variety of the most popular digital currencies, as I just mentioned. Whatever you happen to be into, you could be into uh, some of that Bitcoin. You could be into some of that Ethereum. Or you could be into something a little bit more exotic. Go find out why all those people are using Coinbase and give it a shot yourself. Coinbase offers a trusted and easy to use platform to buy, sell, and spend cryptocurrency. They offer portfolio management and protection, learning resources, and a mobile app so you can trade securely and monitor your crypto all in one place. Millions of people in over 100 countries trust Coinbase with their digital assets. For a limited time, New users can get $10 in free Bitcoin when you sign up today at coinbase.com slash later. Sign up at coinbase.com slash later for $10 in free Bitcoin. This offer is a limited time only, so be sure to sign up today. That's coinbase.com slash later. Thank you to Coinbase. Uh, like more and we're back. Yeah. What's that? We're back. Oh, we're back already. Yeah. It's a quick ad. <laughs> Why this, this, this was this was different. This was I different. told you it was gonna be a quick one. What happened there, Will? <laughs> what exactly we're just chatting happened? about ice cream? Yeah. No, was like, oh, we're back online. because the ice cream guy was a real guy. He could show up in the summer. You mm -hmm. never knew. You didn't know he was coming. But he was actually there. It wasn't one of these magical ones where your parents were like, uh, they 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 show up mysteriously. You'll never see them. Yeah. It's like, oh, the ice cream guy was a real character mm -hmm. in your own personal story. Right, right. Yeah. So. So you got a deep connection with him. And it was cash. Like real physical money that you hand it to the Mr. Ice Cream You talking guy. about no tap? Yeah, no tap. I bet, no you the guy, I bet you he's got tap now. They have to. I well, bet now, yeah. He's got tap now. Yeah, if you have only cash options... The a tough business to run <laughs> it's amazing the ice cream guy shows up and everybody buys yeah 
And you got to buy for the whole family. Instantly. Yeah. He's got ice cream. <laughs> Can you believe it? What else could he be carrying that everybody has to buy right away? Because I've thought for a long time that ice cream is like the magical food. Mm -hmm. That if the aliens came, I have to say, you got to try this. And you know why they got to try it? Because it's a three-dimensional situation. Mm. You're, you're having the flavor, delicious. But you're also having the temperature thing take place. Now, mm -hmm. I don't know if the alien is warm-blooded, cold-blooded. <laughs> and this matters. But if the alien's warm-blooded... You're gonna love this. And then you hit, <laughs> and you have the chemical reaction, the chain reaction. Mm -hmm. the, 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 the solid the, to liquid. Yeah, that's what you want. <laughs> that's exactly right. What else could that guy have that everybody gets? You can't have food because you're not always no. hungry. You might be on your way to a meal. He can't have food. He can't even have a hot dog. It's not everybody's going to get it. No. Yeah, you're right. What can he have? Cotton candy? What can he have? Everybody shuts down and goes, got to get over there. I think popcorn gets close, but it's not it. Mm. I hit you with the popcorn on Friday. Well, th but here's the thing, okay? The ice cream has the heat component. Yeah. It's hot out. The ice cream is cold. Mm -hmm. You, that's a huge promise right there. Yeah, it really Taste. Is. It's magic. Like it's so hot, you want something frozen? Solid, liquid, mm -hmm. ice crystals, cold, air conditioning in a cone, flavor. Wow, air conditioning in a cone. Fun. It's lovely. Maybe yeah. it's the other frozen treats. Uh, the freezies and things. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, Mo. Go ahead. I love the freezy. We would all, <laughs> and I'm just going trip down memory lane. In high school, we would at lunch run to this convenience mm. store, and you'd buy like five jumbo freezies for like $2 or something. Is that a Canadian thing? The freezies? Yeah. Maybe. I mean, no, like it wasn't called that anywhere else. Or maybe it was, depending jumbo. where. Okay, I need to know. What are your favorite? Those four, you got to pick. Oh, this is not even hard for me at all. Well, but it's, it's not fun. even hard. Which one is it? It's purple. Oh, nice. What's number two? Oh, now it gets hard. First of all, I don't even know. I'm looking at that. It does have a Canadian flag. I'm looking at the yellow one, and I don't even remember it. Yeah, the I mean, then that's bottom What's for the you. yellow one? Lemon? Or... Uh, I don't know how... If I can't have purple, I probably go orange. I don't think I want blue or white, and I don't remember yellow. Is orange red? Oh, red. That's right. Oh yeah, yeah the cherry. Yeah. yeah. Then I'm. I, so I go purple, red, blue, white. So in that order. <laughs> yeah. You go in the order of this image. <laughs> oh, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> Although I don't like. I said I don't know. Oh, that's orange at the bottom. It's not yellow. This picture is yeah, terrible. This is red. This yeah, is it's liquid. This is look terrible, at the frozen. This is a terrible uh, image here. Yeah. So these are called different things all over the world. Oh, we, like their we, flavors? We, no, no. We just know them as Freezies because the dominant company here was called Mr. Mm -hmm. Freeze. Like Kleenex type of thing. Yeah, but if you do like like type Freezy Pop. <laughs> like, like what is? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some are no name. Yeah, so Summer, it's just have... sugar. It's just I've frozen. Had in my house. It's just frozen. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's frozen sugar. It's just frozen sugar. <laughs> oh, Otter Pop. Type Otter Pop. This will blow your mind. Okay, depending where you're at. So in many regions, 
this is what it would have been called. Oh. Your box would have actually been Otter Pops. Right. Instead of Mr. Freeze. I don't know. I like my polar bear guy a bit better. Yeah, you don't like the Otter Pop. Those look smaller, too. Our Mr. Freeze, man, they gave us the giant one. Oh, they're big. They gave us the <laughs> yeah, huge the one the in jumbo. the summer. I don't know. I think there's they an, were big enough you could cut them in half. I think there's share. an age aspect to this where if you would have given me one of those at a right the right age, mm-hmm. I would have been really into it. Right. But right now, if you were going to give me the ice cream or that, I'm taking the ice cream. Yes. Also, you don't have to agree with me. No, no, no. I do agree with you. You're young. You're still young. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Will? Ice cream or Otter Pop? Um, I'll go with the ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad we got to the bottom of that. Okay. Uh, check out this solar electric RV that is both a camper and an electric boat and an e-bike. That's you, Mo. Yeah, RV's a... Mo! <laughs> you can do it, man. You yeah. can pull this off. Right. No. Where, where do I attach Kovu? <laughs> well, he's... Uh... He goes on the platform there. Right, okay. He's the security. <laughs> You're in a good climate. Whoa, what is that at the front? It's a bike. Oh, it's a boat. It's a boat? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a boat. A bike, a boat, and an RV in one. Oh, that's kind of cool. Here we go. Look well, th- at this. This is kind of cool, then. Come on, man. You're... you're... Now, the sleeping... Mm. <laughs> a little claustrophobic, <laughs> a tiny bit. The sleeping? Yeah. House boat trike, 100% electric. It has solar on it. The on-land speed is five times faster, 15 miles per hour, 25 kilometers an hour. Um, a 1,000-watt e-bike mid-drive motor powers it up inclines and helps it maintain 15 miles per hour. Okay, here, here we go. This is going to break it down for you. They're having coffee on one. I don't know. She's kind of cramped over there. She's banging her head. Mm-hmm. They're sleeping. So I'm guessing that your head is in the more open area and your legs go into the narrow little tray over there portion. So your legs don't have as much mobility for the turning around. Mm-hmm. But at least your head is in a bigger enclosure. Mm-hmm. Now... My only thing is, where are you, where are you, where are you gonna go for a sleep? Like you gotta be at like a campsite or something in, in oh, a parking you mean lot. Where are that's you a little, this? that's a little yeah. much. Yeah. What are you gonna do? No, where, you gotta be far away from. But you gotta bike there. However far away you get, you gotta mm. bike there on your e-bike. Also, you gotta bike this thing around at 15 miles an hour. So how far away are you gonna get? From civilization. Well, maybe you can just take a boat ride. This boat is because it's cool, a boat, <laughs> and it's right? a bit of a terrifying boat. Uh, waves start coming at you. Yeah. Oh yeah, I didn't even think about that. Kind of looks like a coffin, but the, it looks like the wheels <laughs> go on the side. Jeez, Lou, <laughs> you can't say that. I don't know, man. I'm just saying the weather starts to turn. You're in that one. Yeah. I'm just. I don't know. Well, the that's the bal- the balancers, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Okay. So, if there are waves, I mean, it's not gonna roll you over. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> it solves all your problems. 
<laughs> you're, you're right, Will. This thing's ready for anything. Okay, let's play the video. I mean, come on. No, oh, it's this, nutty. This play the video. It's fun. It's definitely fun. I'm not saying it's not fun. Oh, very epic intro. Future. It's got solar panels, you know. Z, Triton, 2.0. Boat, tricycle, camper in one. You know what? It's kind of flying. It's kind of going. You gotta love human ingenuity. Like this, this guy, is really cool. This guy decided cool. this is I need this thing, and he built it. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, so he's solving a problem he had. Sure looks like it. That's usually how the craziest contraptions come yeah. to be. Yeah. Oh wow, he's designing it in his house. Wonder what it's made out of fiberglass. <laughs> this is a cool story he's telling. Would you call him a storyteller? <laughs> Storytelling's gonna be big this year. <laughs> You don't say. <laughs> gonna be huge yeah. this year. Well, yeah, he fabricated it. It's nutty. It's nutty that he actually made it. I, I, how much does he want you to pay for it? It's definitely not going to be for everyone, but I'm glad it exists. I hope that there's a some sort of a business model for it. Oh, look at that! The I kids, like a, the kids are going to love it. The kids mm -hmm. are definitely going to love it. I like this. This is a there cool is. little thing. It's going to be, if you run into trouble out there on the water. <laughs> you're really worried about this water thing. No, no I'm just, I'm just, because <laughs> you have to have things, right? When you're out there, like a radio and, and like protocol and, and whatever else. Like that. So you run into trouble out in the middle of the lake or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's going to be kind of embarrassing getting rescued. Uh. You're Wouldn't like, that be I, just in any case? You're like, I, I, how do you describe what you're in? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a blue coffin <laughs> floating in the... It's a bike that's in the water. It's also but a I camper. It. It's a camper. It's a camper bike in the water. And I'm having real difficulty here. I got water coming in. And they're like, you're in a what? Is it a boat, sir? You're like, well, right now it is, but I biked in here. <laughs> They're not coming. They're like, we don't believe this guy. No. No. This guy's talking Just say it's a boat. Say you're in a really small boat, but the bike is still on the back when you're in the water. It's so weird looking. It looks like it's already sinking. Go back to the to the image in the water. No, you just had it on that website oh, that you were on. Yeah, just there. Like it it looks like No, it's not. It's fine. It looks like <laughs> pause that on that frame. Go back when it's in the water. Like if you just saw that from a distance, you would think something was wrong. Of course, because there's a bike attached to the front. It looks like it's like somebody had a bike, was transporting a bike on a boat, and it half sunk. Right. If you didn't see before all the other things this was, you would just be like, "What? why is there a plant on top? Like, mm -hmm. It looks like it's been in a crash of some kind. Yeah. So... People, the Coast Guard is going to need to be aware of this thing. So they're not... Worked. This contraption? They're not too worried about it when they see it out there once it becomes... What did he say he was selling it for? Uh, 15000 Yeah. It's called the Z Triton 2.0 from B Triton. Cool. A little expensive. Yeah. Oh, they have a rent option. Oh, okay. Let's rent it. I'll rent. Yeah. I'll rent. But I probably got to go to Europe. I got to go to Latvia to rent. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> well, we are currently fully booked. You see? 
People, people love. Like. They like, they love. Well, 60 bucks a day is not bad at all. No, yeah, it really isn't. You get uh, two of these, you know? Just go out mean? in the ocean. Ocean? <laughs> or the, uh, the lake. The lake. <laughs> Cross the well, Atlantic. you want to be really risky. Cross the Atlantic. And, like uh, adventurous. <laughs> yeah, this might be fun. I don't Oh, I don't it's know. fun. It's mm -hmm. definitely fun. No doubt it's fun. They should, yeah, we should uh, test this thing out. No doubt it's fun. Yeah, on the ocean there. I have no doubts. Yeah. I just want really calm water for something like that. Very calm. <laughs> yeah. Like, I wouldn't even take that out in Georgian Bay or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Like, I got to be, I need a lake like that. Like, super still and calm. Mm. You got to be checking the weather report before that one. Yeah. Ferrari SP48 Unica or Unica or Unica debuts as one-off F8 tribu Tributo with rear window. Tributo? Where's my Italian when I need it? How can I call myself Italian? I can't even say these words. Uh, that looks sick. That looks lovely. But why doesn't it have a rear window? It's kind of bizarre. Is it like a convertible story, sort of? Following V12-powered one-offs such as the Omalagata and BR20, the latest unique creation from Ferrari has a V8 heart. SP48 Unica is based on the F8 Tributo, but you wouldn't necessarily tell right away as the body's been largely redesigned. The one-of-a-kind creation was commissioned by a long-standing client, not Justin Bieber, who was involved in the development. The prancing horse goes as far to say the buyer had... They're saying every step of the process. You see the type of relationship you can have? They'll make you just a one-off car if they like you a lot. If right. you don't, like, wrap it in chrome or mm -hmm. do stuff. Y'all, I mean, I wonder how much this money this guy has spent with Ferrari over the right. years. Yeah. How much, Mo? How much before they make this for him? I don't One-off. I think you got to buy, like, double digits car, maybe. Oh, for sure, double. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Oh, no rear window at all. They don't mean like an opening, just no rear, nothing. Just nothing. That looks amazing. Like I figured this would be the camera or something, right? Oh, yeah. You're going to have to have a visual, but it is so crazy to see a car without it. You don't realize. You don't realize. Well, vans don't have it. <clears throat> I mean like a sports car like yeah, this. Yeah, I'm Talking about like a... I like the little... Uh, oh, this top-down shot's cool. How the little pattern reverses mm. you know what i'm talking about mm -hmm. looks cool it's like an arrow yeah this is also a slightly different red for it's not your typical ferrari red this is right. like a it's metallic thing going on uh this these is more the concept. original concept render yeah. type things but i think it looks futuristic without a rear window it looks yeah. kind of like uh what's that game where you're hitting the soccer ball as a car rocket league mm -hmm. it's like a rocket league car it's pretty cool. Um, somebody in the chat said, Mo just had to sneak Van in there. <laughs> had to find a way to bring up Van. Well, Vans can do everything. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, he doesn't have a rear window. He's like, Vans are better. Yeah. I'm like, really? Just wait until Tesla gets into Vans. <laughs> I was like, are we talking about Vans right now, Mo? Or? They don't say any word about the mechanical changes, but should be good for 710 horsepower. And uh, what? Zero to 16, 
0 to 124 miles per hour in 7.8, maxing out at 211 miles per hour, which is 340 kilometers an hour. Um, hmm. No one knows how much was paid for this, but it's at least got to be more than 300 grand. And then as a one-off, who knows? Maybe maybe it's a million bucks. I don't know. That's a, that would be a fun process. Work with the Ferrari team on your design. Get mm-hmm. out of here. Holy cow. NVIDIA pays $5.5 million for allegedly hiding how many gaming GPUs were sold to crypto miners. How do they know? It's a good question. How do they know? NVIDIA will pay $5.5 million to settle charges that it unlawfully obscured. How many of its graphics? Oh, obscured obscured they intentionally hit it shout out jesse you don't choose ferrari ferrari chooses you mm-hmm. remember that mm-hmm. that's part of lou later lore the u.s securities and exchange commission announced the charges and a settlement with the company today its order claims nvidia misled investors by reporting a huge boost in revenue related to gaming hiding how much its success relied on the far more volatile crypto market nvidia isn't admitting to wrongdoing as part of the settlement but it agrees to stop any unlawful failures to disclose information this is always the conspiracy theory i'm not saying it's one that i agree to or believe in but it is the the theory it's like if you're making the miners and every time you put out a new one, it's the new best one. Then, are you con- how closely connected are you to mining in general, in the sense that you shake a couple hands, help a couple friends? I'm not saying these things are true. I make no accusations. I only suggest and uh, reiterate other accusations made by others. Mm-hmm. Right all i do just let you know what people are saying on the internet so investors are i I read about this a while ago but i didn't i mean now they've been punished for it investors are leery of these types of operations given the likelihood of volatility so they would say hey when we see your revenue we want to know it's from gamers gaming right we've agreed to that that Mm -hmm. that's what you do if we're seeing all this increased revenue labeled as gaming, but in reality it's it's crypto mining, mm-hmm. then we're gonna uh, perceive our investment differently, right. and we want to we just want to know about it. Right. Well, if they obviously by obscuring it, they there would be an indication there that the reason for obscuring it is that people wouldn't like it that much, yeah, yeah, or agree to invest as much or whatever. Or know that it's not a continuing income. They would just be more nervous about it. Yeah. And so you obscure it and then nobody's nervous and everything's on the up and up. Mm-hmm. And then people find out, wait a sec, a lot of this revenue here never made it to gaming. Yeah. It mentioned crypto as an important factor in other markets, which suggested to the SEC that it was being deliberately dece- deceptive. Investors' anxieties turned out to be well-founded. A crypto crash in late 2018, along with a weakening Chinese market, led to... Uh, led it to slash its quarterly earnings projections by 500 million. It's such a weird dance going on. It's a dance where it's like everyone knows the crypto mine's going on. Everyone knows mm-hmm. that you're buying up all these GPUs. Just flying out the door, mm-hmm. markups and so forth. But we don't really talk about it. Mm-mm. We just keep that a little bit quiet. We talk about gamers. Mm-hmm. Just keep giving us the money. We talk about gaming. We just put some RGB on. Mm-hmm. It's got RGB. Can't be for mining. It's got RGB. 
How many? How much? How much RGB is mining right now? Yeah, he <laughs> yeah. says right on it. Yeah, four gamers mining, whole life. Yeah, mining away. Four hundred trillion giga hash. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So right in the box. That's what it says. Is mining going down? Like, are people just not mining as much anymore? Uh, I think I think GPU prices are finally coming down. Yes. Right. So. Does that indicate that well, mining is pres- Well, presumably, it means a demand. I don't know. It's either supply or demand, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's Will's new hotkey again. So anyway, they get they get fined for it. This group SEC that Elon doesn't like, they're supposed to be looking out for investors, and mm-hmm. they say you better report that properly, or else we're gonna charge you five point five million. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give you a slap on the wrist because I don't know how big of a deal that is to Nvidia. But uh, they at least know about it now. They heard about it. And they also pissed off their investors and kind of got caught, I guess. Mm. But something about this settlement doesn't imply that they need to apologize or, or, or say that they did anything wrong. So it's like one of those settlements, you know? Yeah, it feels like a, a fee. Pay a fee yeah. and then let's move on. Pay a fee and let's move on. Settlements. Like, can Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, can they just end it right now and just <laughs> settle it, please? Please, I'm begging you. <laughs> like, just have a settlement. Like, okay, I'll shut up. You shut up. I'll give you a million. You give me a million. <laughs> Let's just shake hands and trade like, money. I don't know. Like, can we just please stop? <laughs> to each other, I'm saying. The like, lawyers I, I, are just looking at each other? No, the lawyers <laughs> definitely don't want that. But uh, I wonder if the people actually do at this point. If if they If somebody actually cared about, I don't know. I mean, I guess they're doing exactly what they want to do, so mm-hmm. so be it. And people seem to be watching the hell out of it. So who am I to say? Who am I to say, Mo, in 2022? What, who am I? CNN News. CNN Plus. I'm the <laughs> anchor on CNN Plus. So I guess, I, guess maybe, really I guess maybe I should be the one to say. Come to think of it. Get it together, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Johnny Depp updates in the Johnny Depp Amber Heard defamation trial. Have you been practicing? All the updates you need. But in reality, it's just some other clip, which would be like, uh, Amber Heard gets flustered during cross-examination, and it's 38 seconds, and it's at the top of my suggested. Johnny Depp chuckles at a. <laughs> it's just like a screenshot, like ill-timed screenshot. Oh my god! And yet, the, and yet, the world is so captivated with mm-hmm. all these personal details. And uh, what does it say about us? We're dead. We might be dead. We might be dead. But uh, they're not—they're not sorting anything out. What am I talking about? You—you—you you, you made it to this point of destruction. Mm-hmm. You're not sorting anything out. There's no sorting out. Can they be civil though? No. Okay. <laughs> no, they can't. All right. They can't. I don't even know what that means in this context. When you're when you're there and can they share ice cream you're, together? When you're you know they like you're rubbing your dirty clothes all over everybody. And then, and then you say, can you be civil? No, it's too late. You can't. It's one or the other. Like, what is it? C- civil? Civilian? 
civility, civilization. He just keeps it going. Word. <laughs> Root word. Like these are all the things that matter. You'd have to be taking all of those things into consideration in order mm -hmm. to be considered civil. Like civilization. Is this a good thing for civilization? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> okay, moving on. You don't tell me to move on, man. Don't you dare tell me to move on. You know there's a shortage of uh, boxes at Tim Hortons? Yeah, I know yeah, that's just noticed. now. So if you get Timbits, it's a bag. Yeah. They got a box shortage. Kind of yeah. like a chip shortage, but it seems like it should be easier to solve. Yeah. It actually... Go ahead. If you, give, if you get a box and you put it on a table, yeah. it's inviting. People mm. will just take a piece. They'll walk through. Mm. Could you imagine if I... <laughs> open your bag and I'm taking things out. It's so loud. That's not inviting. I can't it's, just, you can't share your It's not tidbits. a share. It's not a share. It's not a share. It's not a share. But then it brings in all types of other questions around bags in our lives. You know, the other day you brought Willie Do some chips. Miss mm -hmm. Vicky's jalapeno over there. Mm -hmm. It's in a bag. Why don't chips come in a box, Mo? For sharing. Chip box. Uh, yeah, that's right. Well, no, you got me there because uh, even at home, when I'm sharing a bag of chips, bowl? that makes me put it in a bowl. You put it in a bowl. Yeah. It's not it's the bag. Yeah. You're it's sliding noisy. against the ridges. Yeah. You're reaching deeply into it. It's mm -hmm. terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrifying. You don't know what's in there. Yeah. You don't know what's at the bottom of that bag. <laughs> you never reach into a bag. Everyone knows this. You're born to a bowl. <laughs> 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 it's worse with popcorn because the butter's on the side yeah. and stuff. You go into that bag. Yeah. Even my kids know you pour in a bowl. <laughs> so I'll write that down. <laughs> think about it. The Rockies scoreboard operator is going through some stuff. Oh my God. Yeah, I thought you might like this because it has to do with baseball. Okay, so this is the scoreboard and the big display in Colorado in the stadium. And uh, it's listed as game notes, but it's this message that's been put up on the display by whoever's operating this scoreboard. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, and it says, life pro tip. Don't put up with anyone who is reckless with your heart. Life will be dramatically better if you don't pay mind to any heartbreaker. Unless it's the Pat Benatar song or the Mariah Carey song or the Led Zeppelin song. So to sum it up, <laughs> song form, heartbreaker, equals okay real life heartbreaker equals tell them to scram <laughs> game notes <laughs> game notes yeah baseball is a type of sport where you could do something like this and everyone will see it because there's yeah. enough breaks to mm -hmm. be wow did you see what the guy wrote on you can have a whole conversation <laughs> yeah. about it before the next play yeah which yeah. is kind of great about hanging out outdoors watching some baseball but uh, I can't say I've ever seen this something quite like this before. But maybe he's referencing the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard situation. Maybe, or he's going through something. Yeah, yeah. I think it's kind of nice that he he lightened the mood a little bit with the whole uh, musical stuff because it it was getting a little. You're like, oh man, yeah. this guy. I feel yeah. bad for him. Except, yeah. No real-life heartbreaker. Mm -hmm. No song-form heartbreaker. Yes. One, <laughs> you, need, you need them to make that. One predicates mm -hmm. the other. So I don't know that you can have one without the other. And heartbreak songs are good because they're so relatable. Because everybody's had their heart broken. So 
Or or the heart people are just making heartbreak songs because they know they're going <laughs> to be yeah. hits. Yeah. yeah. And their heart's not, not even broken in that moment. Like yeah. Mariah Carey's like, they need a heartbreak song. She's having the best time. Yeah. She, my heart's perfectly great, mm-hmm. but uh, the market needs a heartbreak song. So anyway, shout out to the operator. I hope you got it figured out, sir. And uh, that's a beauty. I don't know if they're, well, how the Rockies organization feels about it. Would they, they sign off or was this a rogue uh, type of... Exercise. Right. He's in trouble now. That's a big sign. I it hope. I sign. think it's. I mean, he didn't really say anything controversial. I don't. I don't. I hope there's no uh, retribution here. What if like Coca Cola gets angry? Yeah, Coca Cola is always angry. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm kidding. A truce between termites and ants, with each side having their own line of guards. <laughs> This is not the battle you expected to see. Oh, wow. Isn't yeah, cool? they have it's an actual cool. front. Oh, is this Mo? This is a standoff. No, no, I've just, I saw this video. Oh, okay. This, uh, the degree to which they respect the boundary and then the warfare goes on behind the scenes. Like, the what gathering. are they, are they, they gathering resources behind the scenes? I'm surprised the termites, wait. They're a lot bigger. But I'm also surprised that they respect the much smaller ants. Yeah. I feel like at any moment. Well, we talked about well, the they ants be, being super strong, right? Yeah. Uh, very, yeah. I mean. Lifting SIM cards You and don't want to mess with ants. Mm-hmm. I agree with mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And. <laughs> the They're f- just staring at each other. <laughs> it's kind of funny. I wonder. Well, bigger doesn't always mean If at stronger. any point they engage. Mm. They just go, that's it. Bam. And then it's. Probably not, or we would see that. Have clip. you seen, uh, like... Ant the, versus termite? Just ant, ants versus ants, like warfare. Ant warfare. Yeah, yeah like colony wars. Yeah, man, those are crazy. Mm. It gets... Uh, Is this a new video game you're making? No, they just start throwing ant other warfare. ants off of trees completely. Like, you'll <laughs> grab them and toss them. Yeah. Right. It's really cool. Like, How do they know how to... How do they... Why are they doing that? Well, they're just going to war with another colony. Yeah, why? I think it's territory. Territory, expansion, food, nature stuff. How know. do they know who's who? Uh, smell. Smell, senses. Yeah. How do they know what to do? I'll, I'll, I'll talk to my aunt tonight and find out. <laughs> <laughs> Your <know>. aunt, buddy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, I have How, no how does an ant know how to organize itself? Well, queen tells it what to do. How so? Mm, you want me to say something and I don't know what it is. <laughs> you want me to say something. <laughs> becomes Italian. <laughs> just shaking his fist. It's amazing how just a certain line of questioning right. can just short circuit me. <laughs> demolish. No, anybody, anybody. Yeah. It's yeah. like, I don't know. Leave me alone. Uh, yeah, they're amazing. Absolutely. And I'm just goofing. All right, last one. I'm just goofing. I'm just goofing, guys. I'm just having fun. Oh, that's all. That's all. You know, when someone's explaining something, and you're like, oh, and how does this part of it? Right. Uh, and they're like, I didn't sign up for this. Heavy breathing. I didn't sign up for all this. Uh, last one. Look at them immediately moving in to help. Awesome. Oh, it's turtle content again. Yes. And we have a flipped over turtle. Go ahead and let's see how the other turtles do. Oh boy, you love the turtles. Somehow that turtle got flipped over. Yeah, 
in a, a little pond. And it's just and going, going in a circle. And all these little turtles just start bunching up and uh, oh my god wow kind of flips them over you know what's immediately what's interesting he was in full panic mode and he somehow knew to just rotate because he's only going one flipper at that point right, right? right like, yeah he knows that i'm just gonna spin i'm gonna run a spin cycle you think maybe that's how he's telling them yeah yeah well the ripples in the water mm -hmm. it creates a because none of the other ones are doing anything like no, that no like, hey, what's going on with red He's wow, so over. nicely, so civil. Yeah, yeah. So I guess they just kind of nudge. Look at this one. They nudge. Just coming out of nowhere. Yeah, they're <laughs> yeah. like, no, no, no. We got a, we got a flip soldier. Do a flip. We got a flip soldier. There we go. Yeah. That's lovely. That's amazing. Yeah. No, it's definitely turtle power. They're right about that. Uh, this is an interesting entry into this water way because it looks like there's concrete like cuts or tiles. Yeah. Oh, you mean it's like a like a like a man-made pond? Oh, you're looking at something man-made there, man. <laughs> so it 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 then also, it's a lot of turtles per capita. There's a lot of turtles, like. So like, I, you wonder yeah. if these turtles have um, choice in the matter? <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't think that they're trained to do it. But I, what I mean to say is, like in this environment, they're tight. Like right. maybe these turtles know each other. Right. Right. Uh -huh. It's a community. Mm -hmm. Like whatever like environment community. is, you know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. so how did they um how did they all agree to go flip the other turtle? Well, he asked them to. He did the little spinning in the circle and right. says, Come flip me. Right. And they were like, So all is right. this a thing that happens frequently? Uh I think it's probably happened before. Yeah. Okay. What exactly is a turtle, Mo? <laughs> I knew he was going to go there. I was waiting for multiple questions to come in. <laughs> Why are you looking at me, though? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's a Sunday episode right there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, turtle in a half shell, turtle power. Yeah. Well, they're the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That is how it all happened. Uh, thank you so much, everybody that joined us here on a beautiful Sunday. Shout out to all the moms out there. Happy Mother's Day. Uh, shout out to the guys coming in. Shout out to Will's new sounds on the soundboard. Mm -hmm. Much needed. Uh, he's uh, <laughs> really growing into it over there. Yeah. I don't know if that's good or bad. Who knows what we're in for? Mm -hmm. Shout out to Mo for... Uh, breaking down <laughs> ant life and the science, be the science behind ants and how they operate. Right. <laughs> because I've always wondered. Right. Yeah. But now all my questions they've been answered. answered yeah. <laughs> what do you want me to say? I feel like you want me to say something. What do you want me to say? <laughs> Why are you looking at me? Why do you keep asking? <laughs> oh. Shout out to Tim Hortons, even in the absence of having a box for Timbits. <clears throat> Shout out to uh, my family, kids and wife, for mm -hmm. the uh, wonderful birthday experience. Mm. Shout out to Willie Do for wishing me happy birthday one day before because he lives in Google. <laughs> yep. Shout out to Mo for bringing in chips in a bag, not a box. <laughs> Shout out to the entire team at CNN Plus. <laughs> okay. You really want to hear me? <laughs> <laughs>
I was testing you. I was no, testing no, no. you. I was testing you. All right, later, 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 later.